WSJM News Now. This is the 5 o'clock News Block on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Brought to you by the Town Crier Wire. In the newsroom, I'm Andrew Green. Auto workers have expanded their strike against major car makers walking out of 38 General Motors and Stellantis parts distribution centers in 20 states. In announcing the strike's expansion today, United Auto Workers President Sean Fain said Ford was spared additional strikes because the company has met some of the union's demands during negotiations in the past week. Fain says GM parts and distribution centers include Pontiac, Willow Run, Flint, and Lansing. For Stellantis, they're in Centerline, Warren, and Romulus. All of the parts distribution facilities at General Motors and Stellantis are being called to stand up and strike. We will be striking 38 locations across 20 states, across all nine regions of the UAW. The union is pointing to the company's huge recent profits as it seeks a wage increase of 36% over four years. The companies have offered a little over half of that amount. The UAW has other demands, including a 32-hour work week for 40 hours of pay and a restoration of traditional pension plans for newer workers. Nine tickets have been issued by the Van Buren County Sheriff's Department to drivers who ignored a construction zone in Pine Grove Township this week. Van Buren County Road Commission Director Brett Wachowski tells us some of his staff were working to repave County Road 388 between 26th Street and 29th Street yesterday when they noticed drivers ignoring road-closed signs. Some drivers shouted obscenities at them, so Wachowski called the sheriff. He says drivers need to respect construction zones. It just wasn't good yesterday. It really put our workers in danger. We actually had a trustee from Pine Grove even call and apologize for the behavior of what's going on up there today. And it's not necessarily just residents of Pine Grove. They could be from anywhere in the country, actually. But it was a dangerous situation, and we really appreciate Sheriff Abbott and his staff getting out there in a hurry and staying with them all day. The Sheriff's Department says its office will continue to enforce code violations in construction zones, and violators will be cited. Wachowski asks drivers to keep in mind that construction zones contain workers whose lives could be at risk due to passing traffic. Meanwhile, a man charged in a fatal crash that killed a worker for the Van Buren County Road Commission this year will be going to trial on charges of drunk driving causing death, a moving violation, and a work zone causing death and driving without insurance. 31-year-old Logan Brown of Hartford was in a Van Buren County courtroom today for a hearing. He was asking the judge to rule there's not enough evidence to bound his case over for trial. Van Buren County Prosecutor Susan Zuderveen tells us the judge denied the motion. She says several road commission workers were in the courtroom on Friday and it was heartbreaking. Zuderveen says the defense did ask for an adjournment so it could have more time to work with experts on the case and the judge agreed. Therefore, the trial will not be held in October as originally scheduled. She says the judge indicated the trial will likely be in November or December instead. Brown is facing up to 15 years in prison for the crash. The Berrien County Parks Department is asking everyone for input on the possible design of a new playground at Silver Beach. Parks Director Jill Adams tells us the county has received a grant of $850,000 for new playground equipment, and a fundraising campaign is underway to collect another $400,000 to reach the goal of $1.25 million. As this is taking place, her staff will be at Silver Beach on Thursday to show off three design concepts for the new playground. The county parks staff is excited to be able to invite the public out to view multiple concepts of playgrounds that may one day very soon be built right there at Silver Beach. And we would love to get some input and feedback from neighbors and friends and big kids, little kids, kids at heart, anyone who's enjoyed Silver Beach over the years. Adam says each concept would cost about the same. Anyone can stop by Silver Beach Thursday from 4 to 6 p.m. to see the concepts and talk with park staff. 
They'll be near the current playground. If it rains, the display will be held at the Shadowland on Silver Beach. Adams says the concepts are also available online, along with forms to make comments. We'll have a link to them at our website. More than 9 million fish have been placed in state waters this year by the Michigan Department of Natural Resources Fish Stocking Program. DNR Fish Production Program Manager Ed Eich tells us the program's been stocking fish since the late 1800s. They take fish from six hatcheries located around Michigan and place them in rivers and inland lakes. With thousands of lakes in Michigan, ICE says they have to choose which ones to service. So we have field staff that are out there that are doing habitat analysis and, and fish population research to kind of guide their decisions to where they ask for us to stock fish. Some lakes are better suited to the program than others. A lot of the lakes are warm water lakes, so they're populated by species like largemouth bass and northern pike and, and the various species of bluegills and various sunfish. Ice says without the fish stocking program, fishing in Michigan would be a lot different. The program costs the state about $10 million a year, but it generates more than that in fishing license and other revenue. Ice says the crowds will often gather to watch the DNR staff when they back their specially designed tankers up to lakes and rivers to pump in thousands of fish. Waterways targeted in southwest Michigan this year included the St. Joseph River, the Galeen River, the Pawpaw River, the Black River, and Diamond Lake. Wolf Lake Fish Hatchery in Matawan alone has helped to stock nearly 1.5 million fish this year, with more to come this fall. Congressman Bill Heisinga says a government shutdown is looking more and more likely, as House Speaker Kevin McCarthy struggles to get some spending packages approved. Heisinga tells us it's been a rough week in Washington. Unfortunately, we have a a very small but vocal group that believe that shutting down the government is more productive than keeping it open. I disagree with them. History would show that our hand is actually weakened if that is where we end up going. There has been some very, very, very good, positive, good faith efforts at this, and uh, we've come very close to having that sorted out. But unfortunately, we have not been able to get this. Heisinger says there's been no help from Democrats, but the majority party should be able to demonstrate it can govern. He says right now it's not doing that. He believes House Republicans will be better served by coming up with a spending plan of their own now rather than waiting for the Senate to get involved. And the Lakeshore St. Joseph Warriors High School hockey team is making a difference in the community by helping out a couple of Berrien County veterans. Berrien County Veteran Services Director Maureen Adams tells us the team seeks out volunteer opportunities for its players, and her office got a call from them asking where they could help. We put out the word. We actually had two veterans' names kind of bubble up. They were presented to us, one from the VA peer-to-peer support specialist, and then the other name was given to us by the Michigan Veterans Trust Fund rep. And so we contacted the veteran and asked them, was there anything that they needed done around the house? The varsity players will go out one day, and the JV players will go out another day to the homes of two veterans to do yard work. Adam says the veterans are William Jesse and Larry Hendrickson, both of Benton Harbor. She says her office is happy to have connected the vets with young people looking to make a difference. WSJM News now continues with your Bloomberg Report. WSJM News now continues, brought to you by Imperial Furniture and Dwozhak, where furniture shopping is fun. There's mounting pressure on House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. He's trying to get individual spending bills through the House despite some GOP holdouts. 
The Speaker warned today a potential government shutdown is now just days away and would put Republicans in a, quote, weaker position. More maybe sees Jay O'Brien. The question facing Kevin McCarthy is how many rounds does he really have left until the government shuts down? This entire week, there has been a lot of horse trading with Republicans to try to get enough Republicans on board with a temporary funding measure that would let that broader argument about government funding play out, but not shut down the government while that fight is playing out. And so the question again facing Kevin McCarthy is how many rounds can he go here until there is a shutdown? It's Friday. We're not much closer to funding the government than we were on Monday. The White House is preparing to direct federal agencies to get ready for a shutdown after House Republicans left town for the weekend with no viable plan to keep the government funded. Speaker McCarthy said today the House would return next week to start voting on the latest plan. He has just five days until the September 30th deadline. A hard right flank of Republicans has essentially seized control and is demanding spending cuts. The Republican McCarthy was unable to convince his rebellious flank to approve a temporary funding measure to prevent closures. Instead, House Republicans will try Tuesday to pass some of the individual spending bills in a typically lengthy process. Democratic Senator Bob Menendez has issued a statement denying any wrongdoing after a federal grand jury indicted the New York, New Jersey senator on corruption charges. Prosecutors accuse Menendez, one of the most powerful Democrats on Capitol Hill, of taking bribes from New Jersey businessmen in exchange for political favors. Here's ABC's Aaron Katursky. It's alleged that Menendez used his influence with the Egyptian government and also on a more local level with prosecutors at the New Jersey Attorney General's office and the U.S. Attorney's office in Newark to try to influence two criminal investigations in exchange for bribe payments that... U.S. Attorney Damian Williams said took some interesting forms. Gold bars, jacketfuls of, of cash. Federal prosecutors say these were the very real payments that were made to Menendez and his wife in exchange for political favors. The president of the United Auto Workers Union announced today the union's expanding its strike against the three big automakers. As of noon today, more than 5,000 additional workers joined the picket lines with 13,000 auto workers who walked off the job last week. ABC's Faith Abube has more from the picket lines in Wayne, Michigan. The automakers are saying they've offered 20 percent. However, that's only half of what the union has been asking for. They've been making the case that over the years, these companies, all three big automakers have been making record profits. The CEOs have been waking in significant bonuses. Meanwhile, the workers on the floor, on the plant floor, uh, they are not making as much. They are making significantly low. They can't even afford some of the cars that they're working on. A Ukrainian missile struck the headquarters of Russia's Navy in Crimea. The Russian Defense Ministry initially said one service member was killed in the Friday attack, but then issued a statement saying he was missing. Images posted on social media showed plumes of smoke over the Black Sea Fleet headquarters in the city of Sevastopol. Russia said five missiles were shot down by its air defense systems responding to the attack. The attack comes a day after Russian missiles and artillery pounded cities all across Ukraine, killing at least five people. Military experts say it's essential for Ukraine to keep up its attacks on targets in Crimea to degrade Russian morale. Living in San Francisco is obscenely expensive. Now some tech entrepreneurs are going to the extreme to try to afford a place to live. Here's ABC's Alex Stone. Despite its reputation of late for homelessness and crime, San Francisco is still a tech hub and the median home price is about $1.4 million. Average rent for a one-bedroom apartment about 3500 bucks a month. 
So now young tech startup founders are renting pods to sleep in for about $700 a month. Christian Lewis just founded an AI company and moved from Illinois to San Francisco. The pod is is the size of a twin bed. It's it's not very large. It gets the job done, right? Mayor London Breed says she understands why they're doing it. You do what you can when you know you have a product. Alex Stone, EBC News. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu says Israel is at the cusp of an historic breakthrough leading to a peace agreement with Saudi Arabia, but he did not outline a clear path for clearing the hurdles facing such a deal. In an address to the U.N. General Assembly today, Netanyahu said, quote, peace between Israel and Saudi Arabia will truly create a new Middle East. The U.S. has been seeking to broker an agreement in which Saudi Arabia would normalize relations with Israel in exchange for a U.S. defense pact, aid in developing a civilian nuclear program, and progress toward creating a Palestinian state. That last one would be a hard sell for Netanyahu's far-right government. And the cost of an Amazon Prime subscription is not increasing next year, but there will be a notable change to Prime Video. Here's ABC's Brian Clark. Amazon says its goal will be to have meaningfully fewer commercials on Prime Video than seen on linear TV or other streaming services. But at some point next year, you will see commercials while watching The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel or other popular Prime shows. Company says the change is necessary to keep investing in compelling content. Amazon says customers will be notified before the ads appear and given the option to pay an extra $2.99 per month to stay ad-free. Brian Clark, ABC News.